and welcome to another episode of BL Can't Save You. I'm your host, Anna is just a very tired Ma Blue. And it's me, your other host, Ali. So welcome once again to the episode. Today, we're going to discuss some things, not necessarily any shows this episode because um, we don't have any we like. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um but there's not a whole lot on the show front, so we're just going to skip that for today's episode, and we're just going to uh, talk about some stuff that uh, is interesting in the BL landscape, and also, um, you know, some tea. Uh, there is, though, however, a new BL series out of Korea that's going to come out called Blooming. It's a story of a rival rival university students. Um, however, uh, it is going to be done by the director of To My Star and Where Your Eyes Linger. As of now, though, um, it's set to premiere in July, and there's currently no international platform as of yet. However, given the popularity of Korean BL, I don't see how they would miss this opportunity to put it onto Vicky at least. Because um, they know people at least have some some subscription to that, or at least have easier access to Vicky. So I hope that they realize that they need to put it on Vicky um, for people. But you know, who knows? Uh, hopefully, it'll happen. Um, Just to interject here, let's be honest. Yes. Who cares if it's gonna be exclusively on an app locked to everyone around the world, except in Korea? You know, and I know, and we all know, somebody is going to put it online otherwise. There's no way Korea is finally doing BLs and dropping them at the speed that they're doing them. And they geolock it and somebody doesn't find a way to pirate that shit. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean, that's what, I mean, look, I, I agree with you. It's just like, it, it's. Trust me, BL companies, it's very, it will be very profitable for you just to put it on international platforms. Like, somehow, some way, it's, it, you know, but, you know, you, like Ali said, there are always going to be people who know how to do things and will put it somewhere for other people to watch. Do you want to get money or not? I don't know. That's, you know, that's something that they can decide. Um, but, you know. <sighs> money. I want money too. <laughs> but anyway. Um, uh, that Abba song is like money, money, money. <laughs> right? In a rich man's world. I mean, I mean, collect your coin. I don't blame you. But at the same time, you have to own up to and acknowledge the fact that when you restrict things, I mean, there are people out here who literally want to give you their money. Like, I would pay to watch something, you know. Lots of us, we BL fans, pay their money. <laughs> They're just as bad as K-pop fans. So when you go ahead and geolock something, and you leave people who were willing to pay you their money with a genuine interest in what you're putting out, with no other option, you're gonna pirate that shit. It's a sad, it's a sad truth. Like, and you accept that when you decide to do what you do. It's just BL bleachers. Mm, that's true. Uh, Golden Boy came out with a poster. Um, it's 
an interesting poster. Just kidding. I mean, it's just like it looks to me like a '90s show, but you know, it's okay. I I mean, I don't know. I'm gonna watch at least one of the episodes so so I could be like, what's going on here? But I don't know. <laughs> that show that show looked a little crazy for me. But uh, that was out. Um, what else, Sally? I don't. News like uh, BL update wise, there's not a whole lot. Um, Sorry. Um, so aside from that new Korean drama that is coming out, a Korean a Korean BL, it's still a drama. Um, a new one came out called um, Sonjabajo, which means let hold, let me hold your hand, basically. Which, you know, funny enough, if you're a K-pop fan, back in the day, there used to be a song by Lehigh or Haile, however you say her name, uh, called Son Jabba Jo. So it just was cute to me. And the vibe of the show matched the um, vibe of the song. But anyways, that's just a fun fact. It's a, it's a short. It was about, what, seven, eight minutes. Um, it's really cute. It's worth it's worth checking out. I reacted to it, so I'll post that video soon. But it by itself is worth reacting to. Um, there is a new upcoming Filipino BL called Stuck on You. Now, if you there was a Filipino BL last year called Quarantines. If you watched it, uh, the company that did it, it's the same one that it's the same company that's doing Stuck on You. I've watched it. I've watched a teaser. I've watched the trailer, and it's pretty funny so far. It's really cute. It has the same vibe as Quarantines, and um, yeah, it's definitely worth checking out. Um, uh, there's no more shows coming up. Um, we do have some tea though about a show that's currently out, and that is Nittyman. Now. This one made me really, 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 really sad. Yesterday, I wasn't in the right frame of mind to comment on it when it came when it when the video popped up online, but today I had the energy. So it's a video of I'm not sure if it's the director or the acting coach that did this to the boys, but um, the two leads, who I don't I only know one of I only know one. Um, the the official the real name of one is Joe. His character is Jin, and the other one is Bebom. I don't remember his name right now. Um, but they're so let's just call him Jin and Bebom. So they're there. There's a scene in episode four where they um they would have kissed by the car or whatever. Which by, by FYI, the whole setup behind the kiss was just bleh. Like, can we just dead that? But you know, it is what it is. <laughs> whatever um but in the behind the scenes video um we see again this person not sure if it's the director or the acting coach holding their heads together like literally mashing them together and twisting left and right really aggressively and i don't know but the boys just seemed really uncomfortable it it looked it appeared as if he was directing them on how to kiss in the scene which by the way if you're gonna do a kiss scene, unless it calls for some special kind of emotion or special kind of acting or whatever, 
you just kiss the person. There's no coaching needed for that. I know sometimes you have to, as okay as they are, you know, you, you they're still probably straight, some of them. So you have to kind of prep them into it. But it was just too aggressive and too forceful to be okay. Now, my thoughts on the situation is as simple as this. And it's because I am... I'm a very, I'm a realistic person. I'm not I'm not I'm not delusioned in any way. The world is not black and white. And one thing I learned ever since I was a child seeing special behind the scenes videos is that actors go through a lot in order to do to get a scene right, to get the mood right. So I get on a surface level, I understand what this person was trying to do. He was coaching them and prepping them for the scene and then literally just showing them what to do, right? Fair, not arguing with that. However, again, on a deeper level, it looked too much. The boys were obviously uncomfortable with what was happening. Um, and the Tino, sorry to be taking along. I was just trying to remember everything because I don't like not having facts um aim oh god (laughs) (laughs) i just i just i just heard the name aim and i was like oh lord what did he do now because aim and a sword it's just it's just oh he boggles the minds he talks too fucking much that's his problem sorry for cursing guys um i'm trying to pull up his profile i i had it in front of me but my my computer has been hemming and hawing since morning but until i find the actual tweet in the meantime so aim took it upon himself (laughs) aim took it upon himself girl to make a post on twitter this is not okay um hashtag safe bl i want to read it because i don't like putting words in people's mouths um seven hours ago okay this is not okay i love my bl community so much that's why i have to speak up that this behavior is not okay for me it is wrong and we shouldn't be quiet about this we need to hashtag safe bl um he there's also a video accompanied by it a tiktok video um Oh, it was the director, apparently. And the director of Missy Man is Jane Bota. So it was the director that did it. Um... First of all, Aim should be the last person running his mouth about safe BL. Like, I'm just going to put that out there. Um... You know, sometimes I regret not finishing my call it what you want uh, reactions on YouTube because I would rip him on you asshole. I really would. Um, if he are, if, you know, if he doesn't already have that happen to him every other night, I don't know. I don't know this man's business, but (laughs) I'm like, sir, shut up and not shut up in the sense where he's not allowed to speak on these things because yes, it it would appear, you're forcing two people to do something. I mean, yeah, they signed up for it. It's kind of like a, it's a, it's a coin that's standing sideways. On one hand, it's just him reiterating or just going over and showing and just running through 
what needs to be done for the scene. Maybe they did like five takes and it wasn't getting it and they were, you know, they were all frustrated. Maybe that's what's happening. Who knows? Or on the other side, it's a case where like, he just was forceful in that instance and, you know, caused the actors to do something they weren't comfortable with. And um, so, yeah, I'm not saying he should shut up and not talk about it. I'm just saying shut up because at this point, Aim Anasorin, you are the last person to be talking about what should and should not happen with bills. You already have your own shit waddling through. I think you should figure that out first before you say or do anything else or come for anyone else's work or whatever. Because though, yes, you know, your work and your actors are in a good and safe environment, it doesn't make you a good and safe person. You do have a toxic personality. Let's not ignore that. So you're the last person. You're always in some mess. So as someone who's wading through their own mess, you're the last person to talk about anything. Just stop. Just be quiet. And then Gaga Ulala took it upon themselves to make a tweet too. Did you see that? Oh, I No, I didn't see it. What did they say? Yes, we saw it. Support hashtag safe BL heart emoji. I'm not laughing because it's funny. I'm just laughing because it's funny. I mean, so, you know, as... So, as, like, I have, you know, given Gaga Olala a lot of praise, you know, just giving that they're of the content that they produce. But at the same time, like, I have to call them out when they kind of do questionable things like that I feel is a responsibility and the reason why I'm and I'm with Allie on this is like maybe they shouldn't comment so much um especially when like aim just runs his mouth every so often he's the last person that should be running their mouths uh especially about this um I don't really think he has a leg to stand on and Gaga Alala should definitely be more careful about the things that they let him say or the things that they support him on because it's like, look, I get it. He's a big cash person for your platform. He makes you a lot of money. I understand that. But at the same time, it's like you want to present yourselves as a progressive company in a place where, you know, it's not that progressive. You know, you need to put your money where your mouth is. Um because, you know, that's who you're claiming to be. Um, and and I feel that they should take some sort of responsibility for the things that they say, because they are trying to portray themselves as a company that is progressive in a place that's, you know, like I said, not very progressive. And but at the same time, it's like they need to they need to show up. Um, and not just for publicity, you know, show up all the time. Not just when this thing is happening and that you can get some clout. Show up all the time. That's really all it is. That's that's the word though, Anna. Really what it is, is clout chasing. As good and as well-intentioned as you are with your statement, because he's not wrong. And this is not me saying Aim is wrong again. Let me just say, this is not us saying like he shouldn't say anything or he's wrong for saying anything. Nah, call that shit out. 
But when it comes to someone like AIM, I can't see it as anything but clout chasing because it's just you using this situation to get people to watch your shit. Because you're being marketed as the director that promotes safe VL. And Gaga Ulala is now being promoted as this platform that promotes safe VL. So now Gaga Ulalala, what are you doing? Coming for WeTV? Remember, Papa and Daddy flopped, in, flopped, you know. So be careful of what you're doing. The person that you're hyping up will drag you down with them. Complaining about Papa and uh, Papa and Daddy um, flopping and how BL fans aren't unsupportive. First of all, doing shit like this is going to anger them. At the end of the day, you're a business. And here's something else. Here's an ugly truth that people don't like to hear and they don't want to accept. They're grown people. If they were not cool with it they would have said something there is no amount of oh i'm on the job or oh you know i signed up for this or oh whatever that can that can take away from the fact that if somebody doesn't want to do something they won't do it and that's not me saying people aren't forced to do things that they don't want to do i'm just saying i'm literally looking at the video as it is right now and aside from the fact that they were uncomfortable when their heads were pushed together, they're intently listening to what this man is saying. And that tells me that they were just going over the scene, which is why I'm not mad at it. It looks weird. It looks wrong. It is wrong when you do stuff like that to people. But again, context is everything. So when you know as a company, pick up yourself. And yeah. join the bandwagon. That don't look good for you. Yeah. I would say definitely because um, we don't know like what, ha- like we just saw that one clip, right? And like, we don't know like how late it was. We don't know how many takes they took. We don't know a lot of the situation. We just know what we saw. I didn't like what I saw either. Um, I was just like, that looks hella uncomfortable. And like, there's, I, I think there could have been better ways maybe that the director could have told them what he wanted them to do without being so forceful. Um, but they are adults um, from all, from what I understand of their ages. So they, they do have a voice about, you know, whether or not they wanted to do that. Um, same thing. Now I know they're under contract and they're getting paid, but at the same time, it's like, there's, there's limits to what you should accept just because you're getting a paycheck. <laughs> like, right. Like, <laughs> at some point they do they do open their mouths let's use um golf for example when name came came out with the script for um Baron type season two the first thing and he made it very clear like what is this script why are they always fighting there's nothing sweet in this and and name had to pick up herself and go and rewrite and adding some stuff because your main actor, because your actors told you, they all told you what they were comfortable and not comfortable with. And that's not him. That's not saying, oh, he was able to do that because, you know, him and Mew were the reason why the show was a big hit. That's him, again, being an adult and using his voice. You tend, because we tend to, uh, when we're fanning on people and we're fanning and standing or whatever, it's natural, especially when it comes to Asian men, we tend to, we tend to infantilize them. It's not purpose. Well, for some people it's purposeful, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So in doing all of that, we tend to forget that they're grown ass men. They're adults. They have voices. Their managers are on set with them. You know, there are other people there watching. 
there's there nobody is that bold to want to attack someone in front of so many people and it go and it just be like nothing somebody like out of 10 people there's gonna be at least one or two people there that's one or two persons there that's gonna be like ah, 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 ah. no not everybody's full of shit you know what i'm saying so it's hard for me no to, to fully looking at the clip maybe if he hadn't i'm thinking that the issue is that he the issue is that he pushed their heads together because if he had just said okay go up do what i just told you to do and let me see and just allow them to do it that would have been a different conversation yeah i definitely think that we would be seeing it a lot differently if he just decided that that was the best way to go instead of just like pushing their heads together you know um, and I mean, Jane, Jane Botta is the director for Oxygen. Did you watch Oxygen? I love Oxygen. Right. He's the director for Oxygen, the series. And he's also the director for Orsky and Sotos S, all of these healthy BLs. And that's why I tell people all the time, you see, context, context is everything. And another thing, you see, when you sit down and you allow the opinions of one, which Anna and I, we've spoken about this on this podcast already. When you only listen to one person's opinion, because I saw the clip, the um, the person who posted it yesterday was like, what the hell or whatever, whatever. And it, and, it, and it went there. You know, the conversation started good. We're having the conversation about what is acceptable versus what isn't. But then here you go. We have AIM, who's already known to be talking about a situation in with one of the actors he's worked with before being sexually um, what assaulted or harassed i don't even remember right now and then you know he has this entire series surrounding the concept and the idea of a safe bill where actors are properly taken care of and you know their um their basic human rights are respected this that and the third so no context is everything you see if you don't sit down and learn how to use their own god-given judgment anything you see online you will believe if someone comes to you and spews out an argument without even doing research for yourself, you believe, which is why I know that a lot of these um, people on Stan Twitter, they're underage, they're young because they don't have their own um, opinions. They're just repeating what they see posted. And it's like, yes, this is a conversation that, that's needed, but be careful of how you're having it. Because no, it's going to make it seem as if this director, because I personally don't believe that this is the case. Jane Botha is one of the few directors in BL that gives us actual wholesome content. I've never heard, I've never heard or seen a single bad thing about anything on his set because they try their best to make their actors comfortable. I've never seen or heard anything negative about him, which is rare because you know these directors and managers are always in drama. You know that. So, Anna? Yeah, I'm here. I'm just... Oh, God. I'm sorry. No, no, no. I thought I was, I thought I was talking to myself for a second there, guys, because I kept going on and on. But to just wrap up what I wanted to say, um, research, because... This director is one of the few directors, as I was saying, in the BL industry that has given us um, solid work. He hasn't given us things that are over-sexual or anything like that. So, and, you know, actors have never been forced into a situation where um, they have to be overly touchy or overly, you know, showing like excessive skinship or whatever. You know, that's just the way he pilots his boat. 
and this is so for me to see a kiss in knitting man even was shocking to me because i'm like i know this man's work these actors don't kiss <laughs> they don't touch each other well, wait no in oxygen here. they did and oxygen they did but it was looks like a peck well, no, remember that one scene? Well, I don't know if you saw that, that episode where they had, like, sex on that rock. They had, oh, yes, 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 they did have sex <laughs> I mean, on they that didn't rock, show, but, like, a whole lot, but, I they mean. <laughs> right, it was left, it was, it was really left up to our imagination, which is why I don't remember it, because I'm not thinking, because I don't think it happened, you know, they're not giving us what everybody else gives us. You know what I'm saying? Context is everything, and researching is everything, like, you should be able to form your own judgment, use your discerning skills, because Jane doesn't, it just doesn't give me that vibe. I don't know him personally, so I'm not swearing for anyone, but it just looks like a simple case of instead of using his hand to push their heads together, it could have just been like, okay, I'm going to leave you guys now to do what I just explained. Let me see it. They do what they're doing. He keeps his hands to himself. That's, that's it. That's it. That's, that, that's, that's really it. But anyways, we digress. I, I, I'm finished with my little rant. It wasn't a rant. It was <laughs> no, just, that was my portion of news to, to report on. And, you know, it involved AIM. So you have to come correct with the, with the information. You have to have facts because, you know, people would like to, you know, because he always finds things that has his name in it. So, and then he says, um, he also tweeted, I'm not a good director, but I never kept the letters force my actors to kiss like that uh when my actors are on set like kissing scene it's a it's emotional scene they should act from their feeling their inner acting is not pretending it's being that character that clip is unacceptable (sighs) he's not wrong i mean he's not wrong i mean he isn't yeah it's just he not everything needs his input you know it's kind of like it's kind of like um it's like the message coming the, there's a there's an awesome message a word to be heard but the messenger the it's messenger just a problem it's just the wrong person wrong time because it's just clout chasing i can't see it as anything but clout chasing um it's it's just clout chasing cuz he clout chased us into watching call it what you want with the idea that it was going to be this thing that spoke on, you know, whatever. I thought it was just going to be one season, only to fi- come to find out it's two seasons. So scenes that you teased us with in the trailer for Call It What You Want, because of the huge traffic to Gaga Ulala and the income that came in from people subscribing to watch, you know, two to five, episodes two to five, because of that that happened you know decide to re-edit because i'm convinced you re-edited and decide to do a season two when a season two was never on the books which is another reason why i think gaga ulala was so upset about papa and daddy not getting the level of support on the official platform that it did because they thought that okay with the traffic that we're getting from call it what you want this should this should pop off too but that didn't happen i'm actually really upset about papa and daddy because 
I saw both series, right? Um, and from for my money or for the thing that I enjoyed more, I enjoyed Papa and Daddy. I know that you didn't really um find it. I think you, I don't. You just didn't like it as much, or maybe you just didn't like it. But I liked it a lot. Um, when because it was something that I have always wanted to see. Um, I know that there was a movie called like a family or whatever. I was family. Kind of, we are a family. Yeah, that was somewhat similar. But to me, you know, I enjoyed it because it was about family. It was about ultimately acceptance, and it was just a simple kind of family sitcom that we don't get as a community like and I appreciated that and the reason why it made me mad that they weren't going to get a second season or Gagawalala just announced that they weren't going to get a second season is because they blamed illegal pirating and I was just like what (laughs) like like, how does that even make sense to you because guess what call it what you want it got illegal pirated too so how do they get a season two and Papa and Daddy doesn't? Because you're saying that because people ruined or didn't want to pay for it, they don't deserve a second season? I mean, maybe I, I don't really think it needed a second season. But at the same time, if you're getting call it what you wanted a second season, what? <laughs> <laughs> Now I'm mad. Now I'm going to be ranty, but I, I don't want to be ranty. But, you know, it's just it was just so upsetting to me that Gagulala decided to use that excuse. You know, um, I just I just couldn't I just couldn't wrap my head around it. I still can't. Um, but, you know, that is what it is. I mean, I, I like I liked Papa and Daddy a lot. Um, it hit the right notes for me. Um, I wasn't honestly expecting a second season because I just don't think second seasons get made very often in BL land. They just don't. It's really rare actually for a show to get a second series, um, second season. So I wasn't like expecting it or anything, but the fact that they use that as an excuse was like, what the? F- I was going to cuss, <laughs> but like, it was just, I, I was just, I was just floored by that by that statement from Gagulala. Because they were just, it seemed like they were just blaming people. I'm like, really? Really? Because like, AIM has such an amazing story to tell. Okay. Okay. Um, <laughs> it was just a guilt trip. Um, it's, it's, it was just a marketing ploy. And it was the first time, and at first I didn't recognize it as, a, as like a whole like, um the way it was phrased at first I didn't recognize that it was structured to make people feel guilty like the guilt in subscribers but then um you know actually looking at it and reading through some of the other comments because initially I was like you know guys piracies are saying like maybe if you didn't use the free to premium um setup or you know, if after a certain period of time you made the, you know, I was just giving a suggestion. I was like, or you run ads on the platform. I don't know. Like, I don't know how, you know, what they can and cannot do. I said, I don't know, but here, maybe you can try these options. And then looking through what other people were saying, it was kind of true. Like, what, what's, what's stopping you? I mean, you, TV doesn't complain. 131 doesn't complain. Shit, we TV doesn't complain. 
and manner of death got parroted like a <laughs> none of these companies are complaining but here you come waddling in you know complaining about something that you brought on yourself i'm confused and here's the next thing it was structured like you know, because Papa and Daddy was this huge thing being marketed on BL Twitter. Here's what they failed to realize. Papa and Daddy is not a BL. It is an adult-themed LGBTQ. It, nah, take all of that out there. It's an adult-themed gay show about family. And it's not even anything new or remarkable to or refreshing to Gaga's platform because they already have We Are Gamily, which is basically the same thing sans the baby. Right? So it's kind of like you're not going to entice teenage girls to steal mommy and daddy's car to pay for something that they would just rather pirate. It doesn't involve hot teenage boys or hot young men that they will give their money to you have to understand how the mind of a stan works and papa and daddy was not bl content so they did not support bl content the only reason why i call it what you want got the support that it got is because of the noise it made around it was because of the fact that um it had in young hot actors um the trailer included and showed a kiss you know, making out on the bed, making out on a couch, obviously they're going to have sex. And they also showed um, Michael's character, Bass, yeah. and the other guy's friend um, potentially having sex in the hotel after, you know, whatever is happening to him, which we then found out was T also sexually um, molesting him. So, you know, you teased all of that in the trailer and then, you know, with the ongoing drama between AIM and Motive Village and the fact that this was supposed to be a dig at Motive and people love drama, it got the track, it got the traction that it got. You weren't going to get the same thing with Papa and Daddy. Who are you trying to sell that to? Certainly not a Bill fan. And even if they were interested, they'd rather parody it. They're not going to give their money to that. It doesn't, doesn't, it doesn't concern them. It doesn't involve a fave. It doesn't involve, you, you get what I'm saying? No, I get what you're saying. I right. mean, I do. So, yeah. Um, but, you know, they did have sex. I just want to throw that out there. For, yeah, for... but it's like old people having sex. That's like watching your parents have sex. But he was, okay, so one of the actors was obviously older, but the other one was not. The other one was like, I guess, like, no, I want to say he was like in his 20s, maybe in his 30s. So I guess there's like a shelf life, but like at this, no, it's not that I don't think it's a shelf life. I mean, I, I get it. I, I get it. What you're, I get what you're saying because they didn't have a lot of the things that enticed Stan Twitter. I get it. Like I do. Does it upset me? Yes, but I get it. You know, um, because I obviously know, and you know, me and you both know the kind of things that entice people. Um, and Papa and Daddy didn't really have it. Um, you know, which is good for older fans because there's some fans that aren't teenage girls 
or our teenage boys, you know, who that want more mature content and, and Papa Daddy was that show, at least for me. Um, but I do understand why I call it what you want and got what it got. I get it. Do I like it? No. But I understand. Like, I totally get you. Um, it's just one of those things that I guess, like, if Gaga Lala hadn't said that, I would have been like, of course it's not going to get a second season because the most shows don't get second seasons. Like, I would have not, it would not have crossed my mind, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, which, which, by the way, again, when we were halfway through Papa and Daddy, there was no announcement of a season three. When we were at episode of four of Papa and Daddy, there was no announcement of season two. Why know when it's ending? Because usually that's how shows work. You know what I mean? When it's um, when it's uh, shoot. What? It, sorry. When it's almost finished, or when it's finished, they still tend to create some noise around it to keep the momentum going. And then announce that, hey, we're getting a special. Or they announce a special from, like, four episodes to the finish. You, you, you get what I mean? So why is it no? Or they pull a stunt, like, what call it what you want did. They re-edit some things to make the story unfinished so they can continue it. Why no after Papa and Daddy ended? And it wasn't even really a day after it ended. I think it was the same day or the day after the last episode aired. It was like, okay, guys, so we're no more, no, we're, we're no longer having a season two. You were going to have a season two in the first place. Like, when was that announced? It's kind of like, it's, it's giving manipulation is what it's giving. Uh, you know, because like, uh, it was just the whole thing with Papa and Daddy is just upsetting. And like, I don't even know. <laughs> I, I'm honestly, I was, what was I even on Gaga Olala for? I forgot. But like, I, I'm just seriously considering, reconsidering my subscription to them because I'm just like, why am I going to give you my money? <laughs> like, you I really don't need to. Yeah, exactly. And it's just like, and if this is how you're going to treat things and you're going to label yourself a progressive company and then do things that aren't progressive, nah, I'm out. It's cool. It's fine. Like, I don't need to support you like that. Uh, You know, that's just how I feel about it. Um, We also have to be careful of the words that we're using because when we use certain words, um you have to realize the impact that they have on real people's lives it's kind of let's use johnny depp for an example you know johnny everybody knows johnny sexy johnny my hippie johnny pirates of the caribbean johnny you know johnny yeah i do (laughs) okay so he was dating or married at least to amber and then Amber came out and said a few years back that he abused her. And, you know, it was when the whole Me Too movement was going around, you know, it was going on. Awesome. Good movement. Finding out that something like that happened horrible from one of the top actors in Hollywood. Oh, God. And everybody loves him. So, you know, sides were divided. No, Johnny couldn't do that. Or, oh, my God, he did that. And, you know, everybody put him on the cross to be crucified next to Jesus. Only for, and he lost everything, Anna. He lost everything. He lost every movie role. He lost everything. 
man was in court, everything. Only for a few years after, for audio recordings and actual proof and everything to come out. And even in even when everything was happening, he didn't he didn't say anything negative about Amber. And then a few years after, when everything came to light, she was actually the one abusing him. Yeah. And then even with all that evidence, this man's like image was already tanked. Nobody would hire him. It was still a case of, you know, it's a smear campaign, whatever. They still were, they were still keeping um, Amber on for part two of Aquaman. Yeah. And, you know, until like I, almost a year after, you know, people kept hugging them about it. They were like, oh, you know, you guys are probably right. Well, let's just cut her from the, from the show. And it hurts me when stuff like that happens because I would want to believe you, whether you're a male or female or um, whether you, you're non-binary or whatever. If you say to me that somebody hurt you, I would rather believe you and risk it not being true versus not believing you and it was true and then you had nobody on your side. You know what I mean? But then no. When when story come to bomb and it and we find out that you're a liar and you've just ruined this person's life, it's kind of like you make it hard for everyone else that's gonna come after you that's not lying to be believed. You have to be careful of the words that you're using because we started with this whole Nissy Man thing, and some of the words being fight um, being thrown around on Ames. Uh, Twitter um, Twitter profile is that the director should be fired. Um, uh, call out this abusive behavior. He didn't abuse them. But no, the public opinion has been shifted in a way where it's like, this person is just this horrible person. Because if AIM, a person who was there, um, there when, you know, an actual actor was sexually uh, um whatever i don't know if it's harassed assaulted or molested i'm not sure but something you know non-consensual happened there he was actually there and here he's advocating for that person so if aim says it you know that's the way it goes guys be careful of the words that you're using be careful of the things that you're saying and i'm not saying that you know i'm not picking up for anyone i'm simply saying that when it comes to stuff like this this is something that nobody likes to say or nobody likes to hear because it's like if you're not saying what the majority is saying or you're not saying what the majority wants to hear, you're, you're, you're wrong. You have to be careful because this is literally people's lives, livelihood. This is their job. And at the end of the day, this can also bounce back negatively on the boys. Yeah. I don't think people really know to know. I don't think people really understand that part, you know, because if there's negative press surrounding you, especially if you're a new person in the entertainment industry, companies will not want to work with you. It doesn't matter if you're the victim. All they need is to know that there's some negative press here. And from the beginning, there's been negative press about Nitiman with the whole fact that K-pop fans found it and they were like, take it off air because it used to be a BTS, um, you know, fanfic. 
and they know this. Which if you really watch the video, <laughs> the only thing that was wrong in the video was that he, he put his hand on their heads and mashed it together. He didn't even really mash it. He was just moving their heads for them. And it just looked uncomfortable because it's like somebody moving your head. Obviously, you know, I don't want to do that right now. Could have done it a different way. Yeah. I mean, and- I, I definitely feel that Nin Man has to generally just be more careful. Um, and, and it's unfortunate, right? Because it could have just been like a normal, like BL series, like no controversy really attached. Um, but they already got a lot of slack for the stupid BTS bullshit. And then, you know, this video comes out. Mm. And I don't I don't think it was as bad, but you know, I could definitely see why people would think that way. Um, and it definitely doesn't look right. Um, you know, so I definitely think they have to be more careful because and if you know, there's a whole entire editing team and people have to approve footage. And so if they didn't see an issue with including it in the behind the scenes video, then that means there was nothing there happening because I don't know, it's it's all, it's like on one hand, you're like, have the conversation, this is a good conversation. But on the other hand, it's also at the same time, be very careful of what you're saying because sometimes when you read too deeply into something, it can ruin people's lives. Yeah. There's definitely a thin line between, you know, um, not reporting necessarily, but about, you know, talking about something that needs to be discussed. And then, you know, um, but at, at the same time, like not understanding all the situation and making it much, much worse than it needs to be. Um, and affecting someone's career. Um, I think people don't realize that at all because it doesn't really affect them. Like, it doesn't affect them personally. Um, but, you know, this is their livelihood. And, you should, and you know, you should be mindful of the fact that, you know, they need their faces. They need to get, they get paid on those faces, <laughs> you know. Um, and if they can't use it, then they don't get money. And so it's just kind of like, Y'all just have to be very careful about the things that you say and be more mindful. Even if you're online and like nobody really knows you, um, people are reading it and you should take that into account because it can affect somebody Um, because you don't know, you know, you don't know what words that you say or what words that your type are going to set somebody off. Uh, And, you know, I always think that people should be more careful than they are. Um, I know people feel safe behind their computer screens, but you know, take some accountability for yourself and think about the things that you would want to, that you would want, that you wouldn't want somebody to say about you and then don't say them. It's not hard actually. Um, but you know, <laughs> I can't, yeah, it's just, it is what it is. I could just talk about it and hopefully people listen, but you know, I can't control anybody. <laughs> I really can't. You know, on the topic of um, BLs, because we're just generally chatting here, um, what was the first BL that you watched? Um, the first one? Hmm. Or what was, all right, so 
when I say BL, I'm not talking like just regular queer content because for me, BL is an Asian thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. So what was the first BL you saw and what about it, aside from the fact that you're obviously um, queer, but what, a, like taking away the fact that you are a member of the Skittles community, what about <laughs> what about it? made you decide that you know I'm gonna keep watching this what was that show for you so the first show I watched it was completely on accident I had been scrolling through my Vicky account um just watching shows I watched like like Allie knows this about me and you all know about about this about me now is that I watch a lot of Korean and mostly C dramas now but I watch a lot of just dramas and it kept on popping up on my feed like oh this is like a recommended video and I was kind of intrigued by the poster because it was like uh it was trapped actually so the poster for trapped uh history three is um tangy um being held up by Xiaofei that was iconic yeah that was a very iconic poster and I was just like oh, what's this about? And I just clicked it. Like, I literally just clicked on it. Not, I didn't even read, like, a synopsis. Like, I just was like, all right. And so I watched it. I was like, hold up. Wait a minute. There's, what? Is this, is this a show about a gay cop? What? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, and and so, they were just so nonchalant about the whole gay thing, wasn't it? It was just like, no, he's saying, okay, he's gay. Yeah, there wasn't like it wasn't like a big thing. Like there was no like coming out scene. It was just like it was just like he's gay. He's a gay cop. People apparently know that he's gay, or they don't care. Uh, except for that one girl that had a crush on him. I was like, girl, he's gay. Um, anyway, that's just like the point. Um, you know, and 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 no one seemed to question that the gangster was gay either, or at least bi, because I think he he had a girlfriend like in the beginning. Of like the show, and like no one seemed to mind, like no one cared. Um, I was just like, oh, well, that's interesting. And so I just kept watching it, and I I thought it was really good. And then it kind of led me, and then I didn't know that there was more histories. Like I didn't know that. <laughs> so like after I finished watching it, they're like, oh, there's more histories. It's like I didn't watch them in order. Um, I think I watched like history um make your days count and then like the obsessed one oh those those are the ones i watched um anyway and then i was just like well i wonder if there's like more right because i was just curious and so i went on my drama list which was like a huge website i guess it still kind of is but it's like it's like a terrible anyway it's like i went on my drama list and I just typed in like gay series or like BL series because so I was just like all right and so it just gave me a list of like all these shows and I just watched them I watched like I can't even tell you like it's like I think it took me about um like maybe two years to catch up with everything um but yeah I literally watched everything backwards <laughs> um I literally like watched like all the toxic stuff first and then the like the non-toxic stuff towards the end <laughs> it's funny um I just not how it was for most people. Um, but I, I just, one, 
being like from America, yeah, there's like some content over here, but it's not, it's always just kind of like side characters. And it's always like, sometimes it's used for like comedy, like for laughs or whatever. Um, There's no, there's not a whole lot of shows over here that put gay characters in the forefront. Um, And so for me, it was more about, you know, this unexpected genre that I found that did put people in the forefront, that did put gay people in the forefront. Now, it wasn't always great. Um, you know, it wasn't always the best. Um, but I was just like, at that time, or, you know, two years ago, I was like, well, it's kind of better than nothing. But then it's like, but then, you know, you, I was just like, but wait a minute, that's not exactly true. But like, you know, that's, that was my experience. Uh, and so I just kept watching it. Um, so I, I, I like the story for Trap. Because it wasn't just about them being gay. It was just about them. I mean, it was kind of, you know, fantastical because one was a cop and one was a gangster. But like, you know, more more of the fact that there was like real people involved, you know, and they were adults. And like, they were just kind of living normal-ish lives, you know. And so that's like, it wasn't a, like their identity wasn't a big deal to them. Um, and that's what I liked about Trapped uh, in particular. In fact, that's what I liked about... Um, about um make a day's count too um because while it wasn't yeah they had that whole like scene with their parents like like the couch scene that was funny and like terrifying all at the same time if you've ever been a teenager um please close your doors just like or lock your doors or like don't make out like on a public space but whatever um (laughs) um but it, it was more of the fact that you know it didn't really matter that they were gay um and I, I just like that as a gay person myself and as a person that identifies as queer, uh, my identity wasn't a big deal, you know, to show, to, to, to that, you know, especially in like, especially in Taiwan, because um, I started watching Taiwanese BLs first. Um, it wasn't a big deal. Like, it was just like, oh, I'm gay. Who cares? <laughs> so it's like, you're right. Who cares? Nobody's supposed to care. Um you know, uh, that's why I, I liked it. And then that's why I just kept watching. Um, and they've gotten better a lot. Um, so the first, the ones I saw after uh, Trapped were like, make your date, no, was like, make it right. Um, and like, what the duck, you know, stuff, stuff like stuff like that. Um Which is obviously, you know, we, we've talked about it a lot about the toxicity. And though that was all there in those shows. And then, like, watching Lovesick, um, you know. But thankfully, now, it's gotten a bit better with shows like Oxygen, with shows like UWMA, with shows like It's A. Um, so I'm hopeful um, about the future. Okay. I respect it. Well, luckily for you, you got an opportunity to start with all of the good histories. I was there from the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> and they were trash. But the first deal for me um, that I watched, not knowing it was a deal, and actually it was an accident too. I was on YouTube and I'm always looking at gay shit, Joe. <laughs> so YouTube um, 
put in my recommendation, this was when I was in high school, this was about 2009, 2010, um, this Thai movie called Love of Siam. And I'm going to be honest, aside from um, I Told Sunset About You, there is not a single BL. Honestly, I mean, I might have shed like a one tear for certain scenes in certain shows, but to full on cry, there was never a show that made me cry the way Love of Siam did. And it was the first show, queer show for me personally, that I had seen, or gay show, sorry, at that point in my life where though they didn't end up together, nobody died. Do you know how deep that is? Yeah. Usually in, you know, in like West, I, I call everything outside of Asia like Western, um, but some European stuff are involved too. But usually in like Western um, LGBTQ plus dramas, somebody dies, there's a drug overdose. It's, it, back then, it was never as happy-go-lucky as it is now. Like the shit from back in the day, oh my God. It was depressing as hell. Yeah. So it was refreshing for me to see that. And I was like, give me more. <laughs> um, and, you know, I just spent a lot of time watching. And then that's when I always knew about YOE, but that it was at that point that I got as invested in YOE as I did. So, and then... You know, I I would always check back to see if I could see and find this thing called BL on YouTube. I mean, there were a few things from back in the day, but I don't remember what most of them are called now. I do know that I found some, um, God, I would want to, I would want to remember the names because they were awesome. Um, ugh. But yeah, and then, um, no, yeah, Love of Siam was 2009, because I had just, I would have been, I would have just, I would be going into ninth grade that September of that year, and then the next year, when I would, the next year, 2010, when I would be leaving the ninth grade to go into the 10th grade, I found uh, another Thai show called Yes or No, which is a sapphic movie, which to this day, in as far as I know, it's the only Thai sapphic film series just focused on lesbians. And one of the actresses in it, I just found out the other day that she works for GMM TV. So I'll be checking out her series um, when I get the time. But it was just something so beautiful about nobody dying. Right. It's, just, it's the little things that matter. Yeah. It just kept me coming back and, and and being as obsessed as I was with like Japanese with anime and then also Korean dramas it was and you know Chinese movies because back in the day I used to be really into wuxia, wuxia movies not dramas um, because my father watched them a lot so you know naturally I just kept going back for more and then as the years progressed you, you, you keep coming back and you find shows where well, at the time, you're young, you're dumb. You don't really pick up on all the toxic things at that point. 
but then you find out that people actually end up together and it's like well this is refreshing (laughs) people are ending up together and then i just have a thing for like asian content i live for it i breathe for it it's kind of like my preference for music i prefer black music i prefer asian content i prefer you know you just prefer certain things from wherever they're coming from you know what i mean so that's really it for me it wasn't anything really special i was just this little girl who needed an escape and i found it in bills and then i found a happy bill that actually had a story um a good story you should check that movie out and nobody died it's yeah the fact that nobody died for me oh no wait make our days count came along and ended that real quick so it was <laughs> i told something about you love of sam and make her days count that made me cry i cried so yeah, yeah i keep forgetting make her days count yeah but um days yeah go ahead oh no i was just gonna say like before i like never cried um before make our days kind of like i just don't like i'm not a crier like i don't I wasn't, and then I I finished watching Make Your Days Count. Oh my god! And I was literally in tears for like that whole hour. I was watching. And he, here's the thing: I was never enthusiastic about Make Our Days Count or Trapped. I waited until they were well and finished before watching either of them. Um, and you know, going on Vicky because I watched Make Our Days Count before Trapped. Um. I saw all of the, because, you know, Vicky has, like, real-time comments or whatever. I saw all of the comments left from people who had watched it already. And they were like, oh, yep, this ends at episode 9. But, you know, my dumbass, I turned off the comments because I'm like, what are they talking about? I don't need anybody to ruin the ending for me. I should have listened. I should have listened. But I didn't listen. And there's a scene where I'm from. Who can't hear? I go feel. And boy, did I feel it. I felt that. I cried for two days straight. Can you imagine? Hello? Yeah, no, I totally get it. Oh my that. God. And I don't do that. What? <laughs> don't did do that to me. Did you want me? I, I was talking to myself. No, I just didn't want to ruin the moment with like the freaking. Just, trust oh, me. the things are still making noise. Yeah. <laughs> but um, but yeah. Um. <sighs> yeah, but that's that's it for me. Um, ever well, what really got me started with queer media? Uh, we're back in the day when people used to use dial-up internet. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I will say, unfortunately. I was a child that was exposed to very hypersexual situations, not only online, not because of online, let's not blame online. Like my culture is hypersexualized. Um or it's not really because it's it's you know, it's colonization that really made certain things sexual, but they're not actually sexual, they're just human bodies. You know, not that's a conversation for another day. But um, I feel like I'm talking low because I turned on my fan because I was boiling. Um, let me turn it off. So 
but read the internet my introduction to queer media on the internet was back in the day when i was like in primary school this was like grade five grade four i my, you know my mother made sure that we knew how to use a computer she would uh, ensure that the phone that we used at the time always had credit on it so and she'd do the internet thing and we would get to log on and my introduction like i'm saying was through r18 rated novels erotica do you know erotica i do right so which is probably why too hot isn't affecting me the way it's affecting other people or maybe that's why i don't really see the red flags or whatever because before there was wattpad there used to be this website back in the day it used to have like you know it used to be very sketch at the time you wouldn't know it was sketch but it used to just have a lot of like gay novels on it that were like lgbt novels before we got the plus 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 and it used to be just erotica, 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 erotica. So I was just consuming all of this from very early on. Come to find out, the books that were written about the gay men were written by men. So, but like the other day when I made a post, I was like, you know, the hypersexualization of gay men in media didn't start with women. Men actually did that shit. Men actually did that shit. The most thing that they always write about is that depression sex and often and killing themselves that's kind of the that's kind of the makeup of queer media back in the day but somebody always died i know people were dying and committing suicide yes but i'm just saying it didn't women didn't do that you know it's really men that did it it was just men writing their truth and at the time it was just sex 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 because everybody was dl um nobody was out the way they are now so for me, that was my introduction to it. So very early on, I couldn't identify all of the toxicity because it's like, oh, this is normal. And that's what I'm saying. Maybe that's why too high isn't really shocking me because it's like, I don't see where anything in it because I did continue up until chapter nine right now. So I'm going to finish it because it's, okay. it's, I'm, actually invest, I'm actually invested in the story now. <laughs> um, I still don't see so far anything wrong with it because for me it's kind of like this book is tame compared to the stuff that i used to read as a child now being conditioned that early when you get to this age it's it's kind of hard to to be affected by it's kind of like murder and death because my country has a very high murder rate we have more murders in a month than there are days in the month Oh, yeah. It's like, oh, yeah, go ahead, Allie. Sorry. No, go, no, finish. What are you saying? Oh, I was going to say, it's kind of like, uh, like the U.S. and like mass shootings. Mm, Yeah, you guys have a lot of those. Yeah, like, and like, and it doesn't, like, it doesn't phase me. Like, the the only one, the only time that it did phase me was like the Sandy Hook one, because that involved like real, like little kids. Um, mm. but other than that, like every time I hear about it, I just like don't even like bother. Like, and it's it's, ba- it's horrible, it's right? It is horrible. On it's horrible on the on a surface level because they're like, this should affect me. I should care about this. This is an issue. But then, on a deeper level, you're like, 
uh, same shit, different day. <laughs> yeah. And that, and the, and that too goes into, uh, I didn't really, I've read erotica, um, but I was like a much older adult when I started reading it. Um, and so when I was reading Tuha, I was just like, yo, <laughs> and maybe it's because it maybe, I don't know why, I don't know, maybe it's because it's not like, I mean, because it's implied a lot of the time and, and the scenes that are kind of NSFW are like flashbacks that he's having, but they, when I was reading them, I just like, oh my God, like, this is like, I don't know, like why, I, I don't know. I just, I was just a little shocked by it, but I've read some pretty like interesting stuff before. I, I don't know. It was just like, there. I don't know. It just really was like a lot for me. Um, and I just thought, well, I, well, when the translations were done, the parts that I had finished reading, cause I think I read up to like, I read up to a lot actually. Um, and I was like, why am I still reading this? But, <laughs> but I guess cause like chapter th- or book three or yeah, book three is like when it gets like a little like better, I guess, in terms of like the toxicity. Um, I don't know, dude. It was just a lot for me to take in. I was just like, wow, okay. Um, but, you know, everybody comes from different backgrounds. So I can I can see why some people wouldn't think that it's, like, that bad or, like, wouldn't understand why it's, like, it can be a problem. Um, so, so I get that, too. It's just what you're used to, right? Like, it's just what you've grown up with and, or what you used to do as a kid. Um, well, not do as a kid, but like you, what you used to read as a kid. Like for me, um, I used to read, um, well, I'm not used to because I still do, but I read a lot. I used to, um, when I was younger, before I was, it was like I was supposed to, I would read Anne Rice novels, like uh, the Vampire Chronicles. Anne Rice. Anne Rice. It's Rice? Yeah. Like it's actually pronounced Rice. Yeah, it's actually pronounced Rice. All of these years, I thought it was Reese. Like, in, okay. No, it's, it's Anne Rice. Um, I used to read, and I used, and I still do, I just haven't read a, a novel of hers recently, but, like, I would read, like, I would read her novels all the time, and then I read her, like, erotica novels, because she had, like, an erotica novel, like, uh, mm-hmm. she had, like, a, she had a trilogy, and let me tell you, I was, I was quite clutching my pearls at one point, uh, just because, like, there's a scene where, like, there's something that happened with, like, butter, I just, uh, oh wow! Okay. Yeah, I was just like, okay, well, I didn't really need to know that or read that, <laughs> but okay. That sure. reminds me <laughs> of a book called um, "Kiss the Girls." Give me a second, "Kiss the Girls." I remember this book. I read the book in high school. Oh my god! And I'm saying, if I read that and, um. It's like you can come out from James Patterson. I was like, you can come out with anything <laughs> you want to come out with, unless you're sliding a snake in down a tube into a woman's asshole. You will never impress me. Yeah, you read that book? No, but I could kind of when I read that, I know. I just well, so it's the same thing. Okay, so the same thing. And I was reading the uh, beauty. It's called the Beauty Trilogy or something. 
Um, that's her erotica. So the thing with the cat was just like, so she was being tortured basically. And the thing with the butter was just like, there was a cat. There was a plate of butter. There was her vagina. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I figured and I realized, I know what, I know what happened. Oh, okay. And I, and I was just like, oh, okay and I really thought and I really thought that was it like that was that was enough like you know I was just like okay well now I've read everything turns out though turns out someone really went up that um so I don't know how far you are into who uh have you have you have you gone to the wedding Mm, I don't mm, okay all right so (laughs) Have you been there? I don't really remember. Okay, where I where I, uh, the point that I remembered up until before my mind went blank because my mind goes blank sometimes is when I, I know it's chapter eight, I believe. It's when um Mo got Mo Mo ran Mo ran and the guy that has the whip that's made of his bones. Chuanin. Chuhani, yes. When Moran and Chuhanin um, were eaten in the cafeteria and Moran was trying to, you know, piss him off and yeah. threw the bone in his plate. That's the last thing I remembered. But I know I got further than that with my brain. Okay. So, so I don't think I've gotten to the wedding yet. Oh. <laughs> well, what would you have done in Moran's position? You get the opportunity to be reborn. What would that's the first thing you would do? What uh, I would grab my my the person that I'm obsessed with because you know obviously it's always this love interest child. I would grab that person and I would run for the hills. They would never find us. I mean, you would think, right? <laughs> no, because that's the whole purpose for your anger and whatever. So like, what? What would you do? I don't know. I mean, like, I think. I I don't know uh, to be honest with you because like you you get re- like you you've done these awful things right and you have all your memories of doing awful things um and so like it just I just find it striking that for and he you know he goes back in time or he like yeah he he gets a second chance or whatever and so like for me. I just found it interesting that the decisions that he made to, to get him to that point, but like, weren't necessarily the right decisions. Like he, like, you know what I mean? Like he didn't, he didn't really think about things because he's not that person. Like he just, he's still not that person. Right. Um, And so I don't know if I was more around, if I would have done anything different. I I don't think so because that's just not his, like his personality at that moment um and so he's still very upset and angry and so he still wants a chance to kind of like save the person that he's obsessed with and also kind of screw over the person that he hates at that point um if I was Moran and if I was reborn though I think that I would have I think personally the way that I am I would have definitely changed myself um but 
again, that's like with my mentality, right? Because if I was given another chance, I would definitely do things differently for maybe a better outcome or maybe for me to gain clarity or just like to become a better person, um, basically. Um, but, you know, Moran at this point doesn't, doesn't do any of that. So, you know, that, that's neither here nor there. So I don't know. Uh, I think coming back or getting a second chance is a kind of an interesting concept um, to see, you know, if you would do things differently or see what would change. Um, Maybe you would have a better outcome for yourself or maybe you wouldn't, maybe you would still make the same mistakes, you know, because you're still, you know, mired in that kind of uh, old thought process that you used to have. Um, That's a good question. I have honestly never thought about it before. What would you do? Oh, I guess you would, you would, you would take, uh, you would have take uh, Shinmei and just like run, run for, for the, the hills. Run for the hills. <laughs> but I also get the fact that had he done that, Cho Chohanin would have come for him anyway to discipline his ass. And technically, when you when you get a chance to be reborn or reincarnated, you have to assess your skill level. His cultivation is not at the same level that it was. So I get it. But I still say he shouldn't have caused any trouble because where I'm in the story right now, I feel like, bro, you could have avoided the ass whooping if you had just kept your cool and just started to be smarter and more purposeful about what you're doing. But then again, people would have picked up that something's wrong because he would be acting out of character like in the space of a day. So it's, um, oh my God. What? Yeah, so yeah. That's <laughs> um I opened Twitter because I was um I got a notification from you so I thought you were sending me something like you liked something. So I was opening it to look at what you whatever and the first thing I saw was like rated our stuff porn child porn what did I even get on my time I missed my BL content why is the Twitter algorithm being so weird is it happening for you too no I've never seen... <laughs> no I don't I wouldn't like any of that <laughs> so weird oh although okay. I did so, yeah, that's I... What... Although I did like a video that Duncan shared of um of Copter going to a sex shop. That was pretty funny. What? <laughs> Copter? CC Upter? Let me just because you know Copter is my fave. I love me some Copter. I don't know how old that video is though. It looks pretty old. I don't think it's recent. <laughs> it's pretty funny. His face Copter. at the end. Oh, he changed his name. Oh, Duncan, that's the Chunchi baby person, Duncan. Yeah, Chunchi baby. I must see this video. <laughs> it's really, it's pretty funny. Oh, um, yeah, I see it. Yeah, I see it. It's like, <laughs> it's I mean, funny. I hope he got a, I hope he got something. Like, I don't know. It doesn't show us at the end what happened, but. Anyway, that's what I I did like that today, but that's about it. Um, yeah, 
I, I think I think Tikha is definitely an interesting novel. Uh, would I recommend it to everybody? Probably not. Um, but you know, there's a lot of to a to a loyalist on Twitter, so I don't want to say too many things about it because I don't want them to come at me. But like, <laughs> I, I definitely probably wouldn't read it a second time. <laughs> um, though, you finish I, it. Uh, I finished, no, I didn't go through the whole thing. I was stopped at book three um, because the, the, that's where the translation ended. And then I decided as like, I'm... Book three? Yeah. Well, they separated in books. Oh, okay. Yeah. So there's like volume one, volume two, and like volume three. Um, it gets a lot nicer towards volume three. Um, but, um, but yeah, so the translation stopped and I was just like, um, you know, I think I read enough. It's okay. <laughs> so I just, so, but I, like I said, I did read a uh, chapter, uh, I did read up to chapter 153. So I did read, did read it quite a bit, but anyway, I got distracted now between copter going to a sex shop and trying to figure out what I would do if I was small ran. Probably like become smarter, but he's not about that life. So you know, <laughs> there's that. Um, I just you know, wait a minute, guys. What? What is this with you know? God. Okay, so we Anna spoke about earlier about a new Korean BL coming out, but it was gonna be um, was it Sebit High Boys High that we were talking about? No, it was Bloomy. Something else? It was called Bloomy. Right. Okay, so there's a next one. Um, I thought we had mentioned it. Save it Save It Boys High School Council. Right? Um, it's now called Light on Me and it will be premiering the sixth of July on Vicky. Um it's gonna star Kang Yusok. Who the heck is that child? I don't know. Kang. Let's look at it. <laughs> we're finished anyway because we were about to end and close out, but then that came out. Oh, Kang Yu Sok. Who is he? That sounds really wrong, but I'm just <laughs> Kang Yu Sok. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just being, um, I'm just being a terrible person. Um, no, I love it. It sounds, it's, you know, it's okay. Kang Yu Sok actor okay all right wiki drama i think i think i think um they wrote his name wrong i think it's Wusok and not you okay Definitely. oh no oh hey what was it called sebit boys high school council okay let me say bit boys high school council I'm probably pronouncing. Oh, light on me. Here it is. It it already has a drama um drama list. Um. Oh, it's yeah. I saw it on my drama list. It's light on me, right? My God, tell me that this is not a joke. Is it him? Oh, it's not him. Oh, I thought it was him. Darn it. 
I thought it was, I thought that one of the leads was the guy that was in um, the show that aired on Netflix. Um, it was, it was a CP that um, everyone was shipping him and the lead character more than the actual hetero CP that the lead character should have been in. Oh, so, are you talking and, about, are you talking, yeah, I understand. Uh, the, well, I know what drama you're talking about. It's called like Real Beauty or like. Real Beauty, yeah. Yeah. I know who and, you're talking about. The lead singer from our, one of the boys from Astro, right? Yes. So, but it's not him. It's just someone who looks like oh, him. I got excited for a second. <laughs> like, what oh my God. with all of these produce, uh, produce 101 boys starring in BL? But I mean, hey, if they're the ones that are willing to do it, we will sit by them and help push their career. She, we hear yeah, for them. I will. No one else has the guts, you know? Right? Let's see. It's a uh, high teen. I don't know what the difference between high teen and low teen is, but okay, my drama list. Uh, high teen romance about Wu Tang Kung, uh, who joined Sabbath Boys High School Council to make friends, meeting his first love there, Wu Tang Kung, who is a blunt and straight. I'm reading the my drama list description, by the yeah, way. Yeah, no, I know. Who is blunt and straightforward, is entangled with Nathan Wu, who is cold on the outside but warm on the inside. <laughs> Shin, oh, that's always Shin, the case, child. I know. Shin that won the most popular student president of the school and Nam Gunsun, the mood maker and depicts friendship and love. It sounds like Sailor Moon, but like <laughs> I mean <laughs> no. Doesn't it sound like Sailor Moon? I I don't know. It really sounded like Sailor Moon. <laughs> but um one of the guys one of the leads is a seasoned actor. He's there. His acting credits span. I mean, they're they've both been acting since 2018, but he's been in a lot of shows. He's been in two movies. Well, one is upcoming. He's had a special. He's been in one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, ele- to be eleven dramas. Wow. Whoa! So this is this 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 might be a to my star situation because you know the guy that acted as the the star in to my star he's a seasoned actor as well. So it's interesting to see when they do stuff like that because it's like they're the ones that would be like more hesitant to take on a role because like what if it already ta- what if it tarnishes the image that I built for myself? Yeah. Um. Yeah, you know, that's true, because I understand when, like, younger, like, lesser-known actors do these, because it's, like, because it's, like, well, it's less of a risk for them, right? Because they're just trying Mm. to get their names out there, you know, they're, you know, they're hungrier, and, you know, they they don't, you know, they don't see it as a problem. They just see it as a way, like, I'm going to get my name out there, um, and this is a good way to do it. Um, so I would, so I understand why younger Korean actors are just like more willing to, um, versus like seasoned actors, you know, because they already have like long careers. They've been acting since some of them have been acting since they were like kids, and so they have a different perspective on things. Um, but mm. the fact that, that some older actors and some older Korean actors are willing to be like, this is okay too, for me. It may seem small, but it's significant, you know. Um, it is it is significant because it means that they don't think that this is career-ending. Um, right. 
Whereas, you know, back in, oh yeah, go ahead, Allie. No, it's a good way of, I was just adding to that. It's a good way of building their career because Bill is this huge thing in Asia. So they're going to get fans really quickly. Right. That's all I was going to say. Yeah, that's a good point. And we should end on that good point. Um, (laughs) uh, So that way um, we have more stuff to talk about next time. As always, we always will have more stuff to talk about next time. Uh, Allie will have her YouTube channel. Uh, She has a lot of reactions out. Um, Right, Allie? You should 